Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Guess what we're doing today? We're doing top five songs of 2023. Yes. And, and one album. And one album. So I ingeniously have decided to name the episode K Top Choices of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> what made it to our top five? You'll hear first. Because I You'll thought. You'll hear it from us first. Just I thought so. saying top songs and top album was too long of a title. So, but yes, what made it? It's kind of like a mix this episode. We did a Spotify episode last year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like a mix of what we personally feel and our Spotify choices. Was Spotify telling the truth? Mm, yes. And no. for the, yeah, for the most part, it. There are like I mean the only reason why like some of the it's like yes and no for me is because I still listen to old songs so yeah well and that was the thing because a lot of my Spotify which is why I didn't name this episode or say that we should take our Spotify's and talk about it because a lot of my Spotify this year in 2023 was old stuff and not new talked about it and not new stuff so I was like uh that doesn't I'm really okay I mean, we could still talk about it in the future, but point was to end 2023 <laughs> and wrap it up with a nice little I think it I think it says a lot when you have your your Spotify um, top five or however many they have. And it's like you have new ones in there, but then you have the the oldies. And oh, like, I think that says a lot. I mean, they're not even old, y'all. It's like the stuff on there for me was like 2022. I was going to say, yeah, 2022. Maybe that's not old. Like I need you Actually, all to know that's not old because it's not. Yeah, no, it's not. But I was going to say, I had some stuff on there from like 2020 as well because I, was I just, just don't. I had a lot of gravity on, on rotation. I don't consider that old. I feel like it's if there's something old, that's it's old, not. it's or like old, like I don't, I don't know. Music is not old. It's never <laughs> old. It never, I feel like music has no time limit. So I agree. And I don't mean like it's old, but I mean it's definitely not stuff that came out within this last year. Well, I only say that because a lot of younger people, I mean their mindset is 2022 is old. Yeah. It's not. What uh, yeah. what younger people consider old is not old. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I only that's why I said that. That's fair. Music's well, not fashion. It shouldn't be fashion. No, it shouldn't. Listen to what you want and what you enjoy. Yes, y'all. I, I'm <laughs> still blasting super old albums because they're ahead of its time. Albums that are ahead of its time says a lot. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, are yours in a particular order? No. All right. Are yours? No. <laughs> okay. So just so all of the listeners know. These are not in any particular order <laughs> yeah. of, like, favoritism. Like, it's not, like, one through five. It's just, like, these are the top five. The top five. And the good news for everybody is Lacey and I don't have anything overlapping. Anything. We have nothing. At all. Not even nothing. group. <laughs> not even groups. So you guys get a nice array of songs to listen to. <laughs>
think the youngins are going to appreciate mine. The youngins. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too, because the first person on the list for you, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I need to name it. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Lacey, you'll go first. Guys, I do want to say that this was number one on my Spotify for Ooh. top played song of 2023. And that is Rising by Triple S. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. The chokehold that song has on me was phenomenal. Honestly, same. It didn't make the top for me, obviously, like my top list, but it was definitely in my top Spotify played. And I remember being so excited to show you this song Mm -hmm. because I just thought it was so good. It was just so well. It's so, it was really good. I was like, this is a good, this is a really good song. It is a really good song. Really, really good song. And it's so easy on the ears to listen to. Mm -hmm. And it's just got that like modern pop. Yeah. (laughs) But with like an edge to it. It was so good. It's like when I say it, well, girly pop can be, there's a few ways that you could think of girly pop. Um, And, this this does feel girly pop to me. Just not purple, like not the pinks and the white and the frill. Yeah. But it's just, I feel like you'll know what I'm saying when you hear it because it does sound girly pop. And it's just so. <laughs> that song is addicting. The way they started off, the way they harmonize, the way it goes in the chorus is just. They were in their bag for that song. They really were. And I loved, I love it, obviously, because it was my number one. <laughs> and I just really appreciate Triple S for that. I do too. I've ended up listening to a lot of their music because of that song. They have. Yeah. Like this song definitely pulled me into for Triple S. Mm-hmm. I, this was really just a great song. It was so, it's, and it's different compared to what you typically hear. Yeah. And I think it's because it's, um, it's what you said it was e- it's easy on the ears but it's a very it's a dynamic song mm-hmm. well congratulations triple s <laughs> i'm got, still playing you in 2024 <laughs> it's got like an edge to it like i said but it's it's still very just really easy on the ears to listen to and it's like up the line with like la seraphim and new jeans it's like, i agree they're it's like, like in that same genre they're like all related to each other but they all mm-hmm. have their e like their unique individualism that just makes it like I'm not in the mood for new jeans today but I want to listen to triple s I say this I would say rising is more I don't want to say retro because there's a specific sound for retro but it's like a little there is influence of retro in there yeah it also reminds me beat wise what do you call them what do you call the groups that like sing to get like that not K-pop. Oh, a- acapella. Oh, yeah, acapella. Like you, there's a lot of. That's what it makes me think of. At least yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. So. Hmm. They really <laughs> killed that music video too. I like that as well. They did the choreography too. I love it. It's nice intro. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I could talk about it all the time because my number one. Well, also there are. It's our favorite list. Of course, we could talk about it all the time. <laughs> I could talk about it all the time. If, <laughs> if if it was like songs other than, yeah, you're right, Raina. I know before we record it, you were like, no, it has to be like from the year 2023. Because you know what I would talk about again? 
NCT song. So you're right. You're right. <laughs> it has to be 2023. We have to tie. People would be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> another year." Uh, so what's your, what's your song? Okay, so my first one on the list, to an absolutely nobody's surprise, had is, to be on here. <laughs> of course, it's Monster X's "Beautiful Liar." Favorite group, obviously. Like it had to be on here, as Lacey said. But I just remember, and it's actually been a year since this song came out. I think so. Happy one year anniversary to this. I just remember the like hype of the song being released because everybody thought from the teasers it was going to go a certain way and then it didn't go that way. And just like looking at the lyrics versus comparing it to the beat and the the way the song is composed, it just really like they really were in the emotions for this song. They were mm-hmm. really talking about having this love and like it not being healthy and just like they they put it so well through not just through the lyrics, but like they put the whole thing together so well. And so I just really like how dynamic this song is. It sounds it's it's a really good song because it's not something I'd really expect with rock influence but it worked out really well i like the song i play it it's <laughs> not in the, it's it. not in the top but it does like my yeah. be popping up yeah <laughs> they do it's just i don't know there's just so many components of the song that are just really nice like with how the rap was done with like the 80s rock influence but like that beat in the background it just i don't know i always just appreciate Juhan and his composition and like Monster X and their composition so much mm-hmm. and the like, Kihan's high notes and the like laxadasial rapping that comes from Juhan and Changyun. It's just I hope they're all, I hope everyone's doing well. Hope I don't everyone's... want to talk about it. I miss okay, them. Well, <laughs> I miss them. At least they started. Like at least they're not just going. Yeah, and I'm now. glad that they're doing it all together pretty much like it's all staggered because then that just mm-hmm. means that i get them all back faster in a staggered i feel like people saw monster x and they're like you know what we should do that another <laughs> group started doing, started doing it. it that's like a very strong sentiment <laughs> and i was like yeah that is smart why would you <laughs> i think it's smart i think you should have everyone dehydrated for a group and want them back so bad that when they all come back everyone goes crazy <laughs> instead of just like instead of it being so random for one to go in and another one come out just do it together yeah i agree well it's a lot it's a lot easier to deal with that way so i do agree with that um and then this song did actually make my top top song of 2023 like spotify wrapped um, it was number one it was actually number one, which I was surprised because I thought I listened to a lot of older songs more. And there were quite a bit of older songs on my Spotify wrapped. But apparently I listened to this just enough that it made number one. So <laughs> shout out to Monster X always coming through on top for me. <laughs> I love There's you guys. What are we going to do for the next year? I don't know. Be sad. I'm actually probably Monster X is still going to be top most likely. But you can't talk about it. You can't talk about it. Oh, in 2024. It has to be a 2024 song. See, it's not fun. It's not a good feeling. 
<laughs> now you know how I it's feel. It's okay. I still have shown you. And oh, so yeah, far, I still have Chonkyun. Yeah. We're good for a while. Okay. <laughs> Shonu came back. This year? Yeah. He's back. He's been back. Remember Shonu and Hyungwon? No, like he released. Oh, well, I mean, Shonu and Hyungwon had like a unit, but he hasn't released like a song. I thought you were talking about like the. They just put out a track. I'm like, what are no. you talking about? That's crazy. No, not yet, but they there is talk. <laughs> okay, then they have a solo. They there's a possibility of you know, it's gonna there's gonna be its 2024 track. Yeah, Monster most X related. Okay. Yeah, most likely. Okay, okay, okay. Well, on to the next. This song is another one that mm-mm, mm, I don't know what they put in this song. If they put if they told us that they put drugs in this song, I'd be like, I knew it. I knew it. Because why? Why am I so addicted to this song? And that's cool with you song. by New Jeans. I love this song. I was gonna say you do love this song. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Rayna knows I love it because yes. I won't ever shut up about it. The music video was really, really nice. It was artistically put together. And I don't know, it just told a story without being super literal to me. I mean, obviously, a lot of people were confused when it first came out, which this is why I think we need to be critical thinkers and think things through. I like videos that make you do that. That's what it did. (laughs) But musically, I think it's the synth that is in that song and the bass, but obviously their voices. It's such a, it's a really nice, nice song. Very vibey. I agree. And one thing I love with New Jeans music and just New Jeans in general is they are so great with harmonization, one, but also, Mm -hmm. and like their vocal talent too, but also their songs never seem to overpower that vocal talent. Mm -hmm. And so like you said, this was a very like vibey song. And the synth, it's like the synth pairs so well with their vocal range right. that it's it's like the perfect. I think I like it so much because compared to their other songs, you don't really get that synth and bass together. Yeah. And I felt like it was just really, it was just a really good track. That whole album was really good. Too short, but it was a great album. Mini album. I love y'all. I think you guys are perfect. I can't wait to see what else you put out. She does love you all. I think you guys are perfect. She loves you a lot. She loved you immediately. 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 Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I need to listen to like the remixes that they did on their stages. I did see. They did so good from what I heard. Wait, did I watch it? I saw clips on, I think, TikTok. And I was like, ooh. And the remixes weren't bad. They were good. That's always satisfying. Because whenever people release a remix, I'm like, I don't really know if I want to. Sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to be nice. You can just say it sucks. It's not a good remix. Because <laughs> I found someone that did a remix on, um, typically, it's like, they typically, they don't do good remixes. And you find the good ones from DJs on uh, SoundCloud. Because yeah. gross. Yeah, yeah, answers. right. <laughs> <laughs> but they actually did a nice job. <laughs> and their voices on stage are crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You guys have you guys have a lot of talent. So <sighs> waiting for the other album. Is it gonna be a purse? Is it gonna be a cup? <laughs> Is it gonna be headphone covers? What's it gonna be? 
What? What? I didn't get the merch? purse from the yeah. first time. <laughs> what merch did we get? A blanket. I got a blanket. <laughs> Well, that's mine. I don't think I need to go into like cool with you. I feel like New Jeans is so popular yeah. that you have to know the songs from that album. Like a lot of people know the songs from that album. I would hope so. They are very popular, as you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. So second one on the list, I am actually surprised was not the top song on Spotify. <laughs> It was in the top three, so it was still, like, a top song, but Mm -hmm. I actually thought I listened to the song way more than the Monster X song, which kind of low-key would have disappointed me, because Monster X should always be, like, first, I feel like, Um, but it is Cravity, and it's one of their B-sides off of their Masterpiece album that released, like, in March of 23, and the song is Baddie. It is like, if you ask me what my favorite Cravity song is, this is the first one that comes this to is mind. This song. I love this song so much. It's another rock-inspired song with kind of a heavy mm-hmm. bass and percussion. But instead of like really being like rock sounding, it's kind of like upbeat, kind of like funky rock to me is how it sounds. It definitely just... No, give, it does. It definitely gives me like anime vibes like it's just something that you're like this is really not maybe it's not giving an anime, anime opening maybe not anime opening but it's definitely like that high energy kind of song like it makes you it just pumps you up makes you feel good and that's how it's I feel. giving anime opening you know you, yeah. you conquering whatever that goal is that the main character has he's not gonna give up you know he's running towards the goal okay it's more oh. chill. It's more like a chill opening. Yeah, because I was going to say, it's not really like, it's heavy bass and percussion, but it's not heavy rock. And like, I obviously lean towards like rock sounding songs because that's, that's like what I like. But this was just very like high energy, high tempo, and it's fun. And one of the things that I love about this song too, specifically, is this song really helped me learn the members' voices and Mm -hmm. like distinguish between them because each member really stands out in this song I feel like and their vocal just like talent and integrity and just like their they shouldn't say quoi yeah (laughs) sure (laughs) it's just like it's very like it's distinct and I just I love this song for that because it really gives the members each a moment to shine I like that in songs I miss being able to like I mean, granted, I really need to get into a group for me to be like, I know exactly who this is. Who this is singing, yeah. yeah. But I do miss that. I get like that. I haven't done it in such a long time that I can only do that with BAP. Yeah. But they're, to me, their voices are like extremely distinct where I'm yeah. like, I obviously know who this is. Yes. <laughs> but it's nice for you to do that because then you can be like, blank, really? He he really did that. Yeah. <laughs> yep and for me like obviously bias is Young, so it's really nice because over the years he's gotten more lines just as he's become more confident mm-hmm. and this this song specifically his voice did something different that I'd like never heard him do before and I was like oh and so I stopped is it when he hit the high note no he didn't do a high note he has well he oh, does do a high else. note no he does do a high note in this song but he has one that's like he it's a little bit deeper it's like right at the start of the song it's like 51 seconds in he has like a little deeper portion 
that he does. And I'm just like, I've never heard your voice do that before. That is so cool. Like, I love it. Okay. He's I, I was listening to it. I figured you were. That's why I gave you the time. He's the oh, one that's says... nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that says that, um, right? I just want a break. And then like right now and then this round, I don't mm-hmm. know if you're in between that, but his voice just did something different. And I was like, that is so <laughs> cool that I get to like, that was nice. That was real nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I really just love how high energy, like this is a fun song. And it's high it- energy, but it's uh, not what you expect to be high energy. Yeah. Like it's a mild high energy. It's just, yeah. I would say I would say high energy, but in a fun way, not like your it's, usual it's, it's, high energy. It's a steady tempo. Yeah. So that that is like my, if you ask <laughs> me, like I said, what my favorite Kravity song is, that one comes to mind first. That's always like, this is it. So I'm actually surprised it wasn't top song of 2023, but it's Kravity and Monster It's X. okay. They made it up there. Yeah. You know? so. so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine... I only, I mean, it's not only, I, this past week, this song, I was just like, you know what? He really like, this is such a great song. And I'm talking about Slide In by Kai. And while I didn't, I do like Rover, but it's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I listened to the album and Slide In is, um, Wow. He was he did what he had to do with sliding. It is such a good R and B. I was gonna song. say it's R and B, so it definitely makes sense that you like it. And also his just like listening to the song right now, his vocals are really like there, like you can mm-hmm. hear it. And I and I remember when we talked about Rover that I had expressed that I was a little bit disappointed because I know Kai is capable of so much more. And I do think that this is a song that is like... Exactly. It shows a little bit better what he is capable of. Exactly. That's how I feel too. I mean, everyone has to have a title track. And sometimes Mm -hmm. those title tracks are for the purpose of a trend. Yeah. I feel like that's why Rover was chosen to be the title track obviously yeah and like that makes sense it sucks but it makes sense yeah i mean because no one's gonna really pop off with sliding mm-hmm. like not not the younger audience anyway yeah but hearing this song i never had any doubts about kai not reaching like that potential of showing showcasing his voice and what he can do as an artist but i feel like this was a really good track that fit him like this is what I feel like Kai is yeah and I agree with that I just really love this song and it's so nice for me to hear an R&B track <laughs> that is from a artist that people know yes and that you're familiar with or like yeah you're familiar with yeah like this was our era of K-pop. and it makes me happy because I feel like a that's two, at least for me so far, that's two artists from EXO where I'm like, y'all really like, I really love the tracks you all put out mm-hmm. in terms of like singles. And um, another thing I really like or surprised about the song is that the music is very, I don't know what you want to call, it's not a harp, whatever this, I don't know, what would you call the sound? I have no idea. <laughs> it's like a piano, but a harp. 
that is continuous throughout the song, I felt like I would not like it because it's so repetitive and it just, it is the entire song, mm-hmm. but it really helps out with Kai's voice and I think I just like the way they utilize Kai's voice and, and how they produce the song in general with this one. Yeah, no, his voice is definitely, which is why I express like this is very much more satisfying to listen to than Rover was because it really showcases what Kai is like. Because mm-hmm. I it's, know he's capable of so yeah. much more. Other than like being an awesome dancer. But another thing I like about this song, or I don't know, you know, it's a good song when you're like, wow, it's only two minutes and 43 seconds. It's not like a three minute song yeah. or a four minute song. That's not fair. <laughs> it's always the shorter songs where I end up repeating this one once or twice because I'm like, like why is it not longer? <laughs> I need to play it again to just have it seep into my body because it was just it was one one time was not enough. <laughs> so <laughs> great job Kai I can't wait to hear what else you put out there because that album in general was a lot of different music of music uh inspiration yeah that I liked it I like it when artists don't do the k-poppy genre yeah. like that so I'm all for it more of that this year everybody <laughs> <laughs> what is your third one I was going to say, anything else to add for Kai? Um, no. My third one <laughs> is another not unsurprise to my list because it's like one of my top I think your ones. list is like, this is so Reyna. Well, like the first four definitely because they're like my favorite groups. So obviously I would choose that. But third on the list is none other than The Boys with Roar and... God, this album was so satisfying and the way it, it like, was a good album. flowed into just everything. But <laughs> I had to choose the title track because that ended up being the song even more so than Awake that was played the most. It's funny because the song pops up a lot for me when I play <laughs> my music. That is so I funny. play this song. Just know that I I play it so I get it. Um, I'm glad that you like it that much. Like that. Well, and like my main thing, and we expressed this, I expressed this when we talked about it in one of our monthly reviews, is my main thing was I am really the boys, dark concepts and the boys go together so perfectly. They really do. I just was so excited when this released because it really was reminiscent of, um, Oh my gosh, what album was that reveal? Sorry, brain fart. It was because that's another album I like from them. That is like my favorite album ever from them. Why did I not? Why did we? Why did you make me get what album is this? Why did you? Why did you make me get the sixth mini album that one time? Didn't you buy an album for me? Was that from the boys? Maybe. I'm thinking about something else. I I feel like it was that one. I don't know anymore. I don't know either. And I don't remember what's being talked about. But I, I know you bought. I know you. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, it's about you right or, now. So. <laughs> I was just going to say, though, it's very reminiscent of Reveal. And that's like my favorite album. And that was one of my favorite dark concepts from them. Uh, it had it was like a nice mix of like Reveal, Shake You Down, Scar, like those three songs just meshed together. And 
I don't know, between it was just cool and like intense, but also unique, like the whistle that was in there. There were just so many different Something about a whistle in a song. (laughs) It works. There were just so (laughs) many sounds. It was like the perfect, just perfect balance of being like hard and edgy, but also like sleek and stylish and soft. Oh, and then when they break down the song at Mm -hmm. 2.30. Oh, my God. And I love the choreography and then also just the visuals of the music video. It was it was just perfect. But the choreography, oh my gosh. And then the, when the chorus first starts, like that that line that Hyunjae <laughs> has before they really start dancing, I'm like, oh, this is so satisfying to listen to. Like, I would, I would give anything to see this song perform live. <laughs> I just <laughs> love it so much. It is a good song. I agree. I. Uh, it's probably in my top 10 or 20. It was, I don't think it made top for me. I don't quite remember. But... See. But it is definitely a favorite nonetheless anyway. It's 27. It's 27 for you? Mm-hmm. I was close, but not too close. It's number six for me. Okay. Because some older songs jumped ahead of it. <laughs> no, a lot of a lot of chaos happened between one and 27 <laughs> for mine. <laughs> well... I just want them to do more dark concepts, though. Like, their last comeback with Watch It was very satisfying as well. But Mm -hmm. I just, like, this is, they're so good at this. And this sound, ugh, it was so good. (laughs) Ugh. It was a really good sound. I love it. As soon as I listened to the album, I listened to the album, like, three times. And I was like, this might be a contender for reveal, like, and I'm so sad that it's just a mini album. They should have made. I don't a know. Album. Like reveal is like. No reveal's still top for me, but this was this is like really close. <laughs> I feel like if it had been a full album instead of mini album, there would have been more of a like. I agree. Can we stop doing mini albums? <laughs> Can we please stop doing mini albums? I'm begging. Because <laughs> whenever y'all do mini albums, they're too good and they're mini. Yeah, and there's not there should be more <laughs> like, obviously more. if i could just have that album be just add 20 more songs because <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna go back to like who knows if you're going back to that vibe you know yeah. what i mean so annoying i don't know who i need to write to for that <laughs> well i had to put this song on here because i i felt like as a society this was a cultural reset for a lot of people <laughs> And, I do um, agree with that, even though it's not <laughs> my favorite song. I do agree with that statement. And I do really like this song. Like, at first I was like, mm, I don't know if I like it. But it's Eve, uh, Psyche, Psyche, and the Bluebeard's Wife. Why is the song that title? I don't know. <laughs> By La Seraphim, obviously. Everybody knows this song. You've heard this song. Yep. And the stage for it was crazy. It was so, it was good. I just feel like I don't have to say much about the song because of how crazy people went over it. I, when I initially heard it, I was like, this is not my style. But I think, I honestly came to appreciate it more after I went to Beyonce's concert. (laughs) I feel like it has hints of... It just has like a similar vibe to what some of Beyonce's songs did to me at her concert. Yeah. 
and it's very, I feel like it's a very like empowering song to dance to or like Vogue to. That's probably why I feel like there's a correlation there. And um, it's just a, it is a really good like bass song where you blast it and you feel good. Yeah. So. I can agree with that. Like I said, it's not like my favorite, especially from La Seraphim. Mm-hmm. But as you said, you've definitely heard the song. It's one of those K-pop songs that you like you've heard and you don't realize that it's a K-pop song. That's how much it was everywhere. But I will say that I do the choreography for the song is one of my my favorites. Even though I'm not a fan of the song and I'm actually not like if it comes on, it just really depends on my mood. Sometimes I skip it, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. But there are certain aspects of the song that I do appreciate and definitely like the choreography and the chorus with that choreography like paired together. Yeah, like, that chorus goes that off. That is, yeah, that is satisfying to watch and I do like that. And the music video itself, I, I liked the girls styling. They looked really great. They killed that. Yeah. Whoever, whoever that was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Y'all been in your bag this year with styling, I feel, or in 2023. Like y'all really did that. At least for the for the girls, y'all were in the bag with some <laughs> of those concepts. Wow. Well, I had to put La Seraphim Eve on there. I, I mean like That's valid. I love that we at the start of this video and I didn't even notice like your I didn't look at your list that detailed. I love that we talked about how Triple S, La Seraphim, and New Jeans are all like related musically like they Mm -hmm. have that same vibe even if they do are doing different genres and styles and look at who made it on your list all three of them (laughs) we're like sisters (laughs) and they're all groups where i'm like i'm standing yes y'all really y'all are killing it and i hope you guys understand that you're you are making some points that will carry on for some years i feel like that those are definitely groups where I'm like, yeah. And I think they're definitely the three of them setting a tone for what we're going to see musically, genre-wise. I hope so. Because I, I, do, I do feel like Cause I think we are, are going changing. back into groups doing what they want. Yeah. Musically. And there's been a lot of shifts and changes. That makes me excited. Mm-hmm. Because I listen to, I shuffle my K-pop playlist of all the songs of all time. Like, all the K-pop songs I've ever listened to. And, like, you know, the OGs play. And I, and I always think, like, that is just crazy how we had, I don't know, like, 21 with I Love You. Yeah. And then you had, like, a Kara song. And just, like, how different they were. They were. I'm like, man, I, I really, and, like, EXO and you got to. I don't know, like 2 p.m., just the variety of music. I think that's going to, I think that's coming back, especially when you have the three girl groups you just mentioned. Yeah. And how big they're popping well, off. Well, and like even the boy groups, there's been a shift like in what boy groups are debuting mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. too, like musically. And I would say a lot of it's like the same vibe, just stemming from like what New Jeans, The Seraphim, and even Triple S are releasing. But a lot of it's, like you said, it feels like they're doing what they want to now, though, because there's still a distinction between everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't all sound the same. And so I think we're slowly starting to shift in that. Hopefully 2024, we'll start seeing different styles. Of music. Yep. Companies re- realize again that being different 
is a benefit. Yes, because it gives <laughs> you a broader audience and what people want to listen to. And you like, I want to listen to the same thing. No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, my fourth on the list, another not surprise because it's my favorite girl group with Idol, and it's Queen Card, obviously. Queen Card. <laughs> every time you have, every time you say Queen Card, you have to Queen Card. You got to do that. Queen Card. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I actually I had a couple of their B sides chosen, but when I just thought of like what because I'm. Everybody, I think, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, knows that I'm a B-side person. And typically, I do have a lot of B-sides chosen. And for Idol, I did have a lot of B-sides chosen. But when I thought about, like, what I really put on repeat the most, even though I had B-sides that were, like, more favorited than this title song, this title song was the the feel-good, fun, lat-loose, like, it is just so k-pop coded and when i say k-pop <laughs> i mean like old k-pop <laughs> that we used to listen to that Lacey and i just got done discussing like we feel like we're moving into a different like era this is just so k-pop coded and it's so fun and it's so the music video is just so ridiculous and funny to watch and the song is just fun like and that's i what, mean that's it what shows because it's the number one yeah yep and that's what I miss, though, about K-pop to an extent is just how fun and ridiculous things used to be. And this is just perfectly idol coded because one of the things that I love about idol is their lyrics are very in line with my other favorite girl group, Exit. They're very like women empowering, people empowering. Like mm-hmm. it's it, they're just very empowering lyrics. And they're always talking about things that are really low key, very important, especially as a female in this industry. And on top of it, it's got like their their like signature on the song. So it's fun, it's ridiculous. Some of the English lyrics don't make sense. So Yun was getting a bunch of crap for that. But people need to relax. They do. But at the core, like that was what that was the purpose of the song. And at the core, it's still very like it's got idols bold personality in the song it has a little bit of that rock flair that we saw in tomboy and Mm -hmm, definitely but it still has like nuances of their earlier stuff where it's very just like bold they've always been very bold since debut and maybe like they've gotten bolder especially with their message as they've grown older Mm -hmm. but just like song like production wise they've always had just very strong musicality and so I just really appreciate the song because it still has idol in it. Like it's still very idol coded, but it was just so very K-pop coded. It was it was so fun. It was just one of those songs where it's like, I'm going to blast it. I'm going to sing along. I'm just going to have fun. And it's and like and be a queen card. Yeah, it'd be a quick card. It was just amazing. It was such a fun song. And then seeing, like, the impact that it had. Like, there were men at soccer games standing up and singing along to this song in Korea. Like, that is the impact that the song had. And it, it just is awesome. It's it's a fun song. So that is one of my favorites. And it, it made it onto my top Spotify playlist, but it was much further down. I think it was number 11, so maybe not much further down. But... It was number 11. So it was. It I mean, was that's there. not bad. Yeah, that's not too bad. It was there. But they actually just announced today, as of recording this episode as well, that they are going to have their second full length album 
releasing on January 29th. So we get another idol comeback soon. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm excited too, because I always have the, I like the woman empowerment. I do too. And that was one And like thing. the importance of, like they actually be talking about stuff in their yeah. song. <laughs> yes. Even though like for this, it doesn't sound like they are, but if you go and look at the mm-hmm. lyrics, they actually are. And I just love that. And that was one reason I loved Exit so much as well is because they definitely had the women empowerment and they were a little bit more along the lines of like, F the men, like we hate mm-hmm. men, but it was still very like important lyrics saying important things. I mean, some, some women need to hear that. Like you don't have to <laughs> hate men, but it's like, you got to wake up because yeah. some of these men, they don't be treating you right. <laughs> so idol with queen card. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to my last one. Crap. Last one, guys. It had to be on here. Had to. Changed <laughs> the world before we went into the new year. And that is Standing Next to You featuring Usher, Jungkook's song. And wow. I just want to say, Jungkook absolutely did what he had to do for this for his whole single. Everything he did for his single, he hit the nail on the head. But <laughs> specifically, Standing Next to You... We needed this song. (laughs) (laughs) I, the band in this song gave me life. You have that bass in there. You have the horns. And it's such a throwback title. Like a a throwback song where it's like, wow. It's a really good, like, feel-good song. And it it gives you a lot of energy. I agree. And I actually... As we know, this has very, like, 70s, 80s-esque sound to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not usually a fan of that. But for some reason, Jungkook, everything for his but- singles that he's released this year, I love it so much. And like you said, the live band. I think really, that's it. I think that's really what. really just adds, like, an aspect to it that I'm like, this is so good. Like, dang, that ba- people, y'all need to use bands utilize bands more often because because that sound just like it's so good you don't even need you need his voice but i'm saying like it's a good (laughs) song because you have a band yeah it just perfected the entire sound of it Mm -hmm. it's definitely not like my favorite of jungkook's songs that he released this year but like album wise the album that this is on Mm -hmm. is so good I think you put, I think the moment Usher Usher came on the song, I'm like. I was going to say, I haven't listened to the Usher version, though. You're going to be like, you're going to be like, obviously he had to be on this song. (laughs) (laughs) And when Usher is like, yeah, I want to do a feature on your song. What an honor. Yeah. Literally, what an honor. That is someone you want on your, on your track. Like, wow. Wow. (laughs) I hope you feel very proud about that. That accomplishment. (laughs) And you're going to hear Usher on there and they work. They literally like vocally are so good together. You're going to love it. I can't, I can imagine just because like listening to it, it definitely sounds like a song that Usher would be on, but I've only listened to the Jungkook version and watched the music video for it. I mean, you can watch the feature because he, Usher ends up dancing with Jungkook too. Oh, interesting. Okay. So. (laughs) I do, I do think Jungkook's solo work this year has been I mean, spectacular. Yeah, spectacular is the word for it. Not to be biased, 
<laughs> God, you really like, wow, is how I feel. Every time I see Jungkook, I'm like, I remember when you were just a baby. A baby, and now he's got piercings and muscle and what the heck. What a journey <laughs> that we have been on <laughs> in a good way. It's just so nice to like see someone grow up. Yes. You know? I mean, we've grown, but it's different when there's like an actual considered this guy a baby for real for real (laughs) (laughs) but i had to end i had to end with standing next to you that's fair um so my last song on my list is a song that started 2023 off really strong in my opinion and i love it it didn't make it as high on my spotify raft as i had hoped but i still love it and that's all that matters but it is Moonbin and Sanha's Madness. Yeah, I was obsessed with this one too. This one was just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's just the perfect mix of like funkiness and addictive beat and like their distinct voices. It's like a perfect, it just comes together really well. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really good and song. And then the music video visuals, it was just so good. And it, the chorus hits, and it's got, like, a little bit of edginess to it. It was just such a really good song. And it, it really, like, the whole concept of madness, I think it really, like, they they embodied it in the song. Between the, like, vocals, the sound, the production, like, they did really well. Mm-hmm. So. No, I agree. I do like the song. I play it. I, I still play it. My Spotify thinks I'm obsessed with it. That's how often it pops up. But it's like, I don't know. It's a song where it ends up playing and then I'm halfway through the song and realize I've listened to this too much. Let me skip it. But, but it's such like it it has that like formula. Like mm-hmm. it's perfect. And you it is one that is addictive to listen to. And then you're like, wait, hold up. But I don't know. There's just something about how like groovy it is. And it's got like a bass in it. That's kind of just there without being like overpowering. Mm hmm. And then their vocals. It's just so good. <laughs> and I love the music video. The music video was nice. I love I the visuals of the music video. It was so fun. Well, not fun, but it, it. Like, it was fun to watch because they looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It feels weird to end it on because what happened with Moonbin. But I love this song. And it's probably going to be replayed forever and ever. I mean, we're not really ending it on the song. Are we ending well, it on no, the album? Well, no, but like my but... list, my list, it feels weird to end it on well, that. Well, it's okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> it, it is okay. I just am like, dang. But yeah, I like the song. It's just, I don't know. If I felt like it was a good way to start 2023. It was very strong and it just, it was different. Mm-hmm. And it was satisfying because it was different. Well, we're going to go into our number one albums. So next portion of this episode is our top album of the year. And mine should not, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. It's The World EP2, Episode 2, Ep2, Outlaw. And let me be honest, they came out with Bouncy and I was like, I just don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> I had that same sentiment. I I was like, was, I don't know, because Bouncy's kind of crazy. I had that same sentiment. I was like, what in the world? But I... You press play on that album, and you're like, 
dang. Mm-hmm. And even Bouncy grew on me. I love Bouncy. Bouncy almost went on list. <laughs> <laughs> and I need you all to listen to the world uh, ep one and, ha- and just have it play to the second one. They need to play together because the transition they just flow so well together and what I really liked about this album was that you could tell it was evolving towards the end that's what I really enjoyed about it was that they stuck with I'm gonna call it the Tron theme that's what I called it before but (laughs) you could tell that they were shifting towards the end of the album it was a good album but it was a banger. The Outlaw was very much an album that it went harder. It was very like, AT's always goes hard in their songs, but this one just really had more umph. Like I, if I worked out like that and I did like kickboxing or something crazy, <laughs> I'm playing Outlaw because that's what it makes you feel like. Makes you feel like a bad. You make you feel like a bad badass with it. <laughs> and I, ATs just makes really really good songs to me. It's they're always very powerful tracks, and mm-hmm. it's been interesting. And I know we've had this discussion in the past that definitely it's a hit and a miss for me personally with albums. And I really thought we were going back into like, oh, I'm really into it again. But their last album that just released, I wasn't as big of a fan as it. So I will say I listened to I listened to what the preview tracks that they play or they don't have their lyrics on it. And I was the same way. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be their best. And I don't think it's their best. But I think when they added their voices to the songs, I was like, okay, like this worked out better than I thought. I don't know. Gonna... EP finish, I still wasn't quite feeling it, but EP Outlaw, mm-hmm. I did like it. And I I was just going to say that despite all that, despite a lot of the albums being a hit and a miss and some of the errors just being like not it for me, it's been very interesting to see how they've grown because I have been with them since pre-debut. And so it's been very interesting to see like their music change so frequently Mm -hmm. and I've always loved the whole theme that they do for like the EPs like yeah that's really it's really nice so now that they finished with this kind of era it's I'm I'm really excited to see what they're gonna do like musically like what is the next style that they're going to be heading Mm -hmm. towards so I will say that I think as a collector it's so fun for you to have that set together yeah like I know that looks nice on your shelf (laughs) <laughs> and at least EP 1 and 2 they just go w- so well together it's crazy Yeah. Um, I haven't played EP 2 to the finale album yet but I don't think I need to because it just it was a shift it really was a big shift to me with that last album they put out yeah but like even with Dune I'm just listen, I'm just having an album play right now I was surprised I liked Dune as much as I have. Uh, it's It was just very surprising to me because a lot of these songs start out with, how the heck am I about to like this song? I don't know how I'm about to like this song because it doesn't sound like I am. And I end up being obsessed. I end up being obsessed with it. Uh, what I will say before you can go into your album, I think Outlaw is 
an expansion off Gorilla. It is like a deeper dive off the song Gorilla. Because everybody, that's a hang, that's a headbanger. And I feel like that's what Outlaw is. Yeah. So. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I love y'all. You guys are amazing. <laughs> she does love you guys. I can <laughs> confirm. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I second this motion. <laughs> um, Another non-surprise. <laughs> I actually did have trouble, though. I will admit, even though did this is the album that was chosen, I did have trouble choosing okay. because I had four top ones. And one of the four <laughs> was easy to cut. And I don't know when you last looked at the spreadsheet of all of our information, but I had three albums just sitting here because I was like, I don't want to choose. I hate choosing. Um, you do hate choosing. <laughs> you hate choosing. But I made the the final call and i decided that i had to go with the og my boy Juhan. my man my man my man and my man juhan and my favorite album for the year was lights and just him being the creative force i would say behind monster x for a lot of their producing and their lyrics it was very satisfying to see him do his own first solo work and have his own first solo album because it was really like this album was such a melting pot of his diversity and his multifaceted styles. Like there was not one song on the album that sounded the same as the last song, but somehow it all just blended together into like this perfect album that flowed really well and just melded together really nicely. And you can see all of the influences that he pulls from, from Michael Jackson, our favorite that we like. <laughs> Being number one. That we like to call out to others. And you, it just, you see his talent, like you see his talent in this album. You see his influences, you see how well he can sing, how well he can rap. He blends different music styles from hip-hop to jazz to the traditional Korean sounds to pop. To, to pop to rock. Like, you have it all from him. And I think it's just a testament to Juhan being an artist. And a lot of people don't often see that and realize that. I don't I think know. There's, there's like a lot of argument on Twitter about like Monster X and Juhan not always getting the recognition that they deserve. And I think if people just like delved into Juhan's solo album, that would be like a really good opening too. Mm -hmm. Because he he's so talented. Like it's I it's I was about to say I wish I not wish. I want artists to explore like Juhan did with his album if that's what they want to do if they have so many different interests i think they need to do an album that encapsulates so many different genres where why not work with different genres yeah like a to, an album to figure yourself out and to know where to go from there if that's the case yeah um i think you did a great job with it in that regard because you just don't you literally don't really get that you don't. And I think that is one thing that was really important about the album. And also talking to him in the fan call when we were discussing like the album itself and just how it really like I had I think I had told him something to the effect of like it really just is a good reflection of him. He had kind of expressed that he like likes to try new things and wants to try new things. And I think the album itself just really sends a message of like 
idols should be able to break free from like this mold that they have if they're Mm -hmm. wanting to try different things just to fulfill their creative and like emotional needs and that's one thing that's so satisfying about Juhan's album is he was able to do that and so I hope it I hope it like just is influence like he's able to influence others to do Mm -hmm. that so gotta end on my boy (laughs) (laughs) I miss him but I hope I could tell him all the things that I just said in a fan call in the future because the more I sit on this album like I was in the moment when it released but the more I've sat on this album you could do it the next time you'd be like I have to say Juwan you (laughs) really did that with lights yeah I would love to because I love talking. Don't talk. Let me tell you what I want to say. Yeah, listen. Don't interrupt me like you always do. These two minutes are about everything that I'm about to say to you, and then you have to hang up. But (laughs) I want you. I want to leave you with this. (laughs) So I'm really thinking my album is really great. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he did that. Like, we need more artists that do stuff like this. So we do, and. He just makes me so proud. He's very much an artist. He's grown out of the idol title, and he's definitely an artist. And I hope others draw inspiration from him and are able to do the same thing. Because it would be satisfying, like, as a fan to see others be able to do that as well. Yeah, that'd be really cool to me. Like, who knew that country music was your thing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Who knew I would like a country song? You're right. (laughs) I mean, I do like some country songs because, like... I'm from the South, but yeah, well, and like, I, I get that. I grew up with country. Some of them, it's like, so. man, that really do hit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was our top choices of songs. We narrowed it down to five for 2023 and our one album of choice for 2023. Uh, did any of our favorites make your favorite list? I know some of my favorites made yours. I'm not even a friend. <laughs> Did some of our favorites make it onto your Spotify wrapped at all either? Let us know. Uh, and if you think, or if actually not if you think that we missed any, because we, de- we definitely did. We narrowed it down. But I was going to say instead, if you had a favorite that doesn't reflect what our mm-hmm. list reflects, let us know because we are always looking to add things to our playlist. And maybe we missed something from this year. Especially albums. Last year. Like- if there's an album where you're like, come on, guys. Listen to this whole album. Please listen to this album. You don't, if you, like, you have to. I love that. If there's ever an album you're just like, you have to listen to this. I'll believe you. I'll listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Until next time, y'all. Here's to another great year of great music. Yeah. Here's to 2024. Kickstarting it. Make sure, as always, to like, comment, and subscribe. And until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.